Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Radio. Okay, I'm recording on my end. Squiggle, squiggle. Buttons pressed and squiggles remain. Excellent. Uh, oh, shoot. I'm sorry. Can you hold on once? I'm so out of practice. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to grab a pillow. Okay, no worries. Wait. She's uh, going to get her uh, grind bin, a limited edition pillow. <gasps> yes. I don't think she has a grind bin pillow. I'm <laughs> not sure anybody does. Oh, I, I considered it. <laughs> Actually, wait, didn't we order a grind bin pillow? I know we got the shirt. No, we didn't order a pillow. We just ordered the shirt. Because they mentioned they had just joined uh, uh, T Public or Redbubble Red or whatever the... one of them is. Like, oh shit, we can get a grind bin pillow. They have the big floor pillows. Does Sushi need a grind bin uh, bed for your office? Or does he need an everything in from movies bed for your office? Oh, I think it's time to bring out the old list to remember what I need to do to set up. Oh no. Hello. No, just a pillow. It's like, hmm, am I, am I going to let my back hurt this whole time? No, I'm not. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be comfortable. We're sure, on the couch. Make sure the masseuse Ryan is on hand. <laughs> oh, that's good times right there. We got a massage uh, last weekend, I think it was, and it was nice. So nice. Yeah, how in the hell have you guys been? Not so bad. Just like, you know, trying to get through stuff. It feels like everything is just leading up to, all right, we just got to get through blank. And then we'll be okay. And then another blank happens, and it's like, come on! <laughs> but uh, That's life! What's that? That's what all the people say! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, but... Well, start booking a trip to come visit us, because now you have to... You have Auntie Diana has to meet her nephew, Sushi. Ah, it's just the cutest dog in the world! <laughs> He's really cute. <laughs> so honking cute! And, and just, like... just. The pictures in the bed. I'm like, it's a dog in a bed, and I clearly do not have a good gauge of cuteness levels because everything is so adorable. <laughs> so, like, I feel like it's wildly misleading. Everybody keeps telling me he looks so small because he's in the round bed. No, he's like 50 pounds. Mm, I'm trying to figure so, out, like, ooh, 50 pounds, like Apollo was 50 pounds, or 50 pounds, like the way my first dog hang was 50 pounds, or because they were just differently shaped. Apollo was muscular but smaller. <laughs> Whereas, like, Hank was just floof and larger. He's, he's fairly lean, I guess, 50 Yeah, so. he's, he's beefy. He's a lot of legs right now. Nice. He's, he's like a tall hound. Just like his dad. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've been calling him Noodle Dog. <laughs> yep, and only 50 pounds. No further <laughs> questions. 
<laughs> well, I used to use, um, you know, whatever the size our dog was in units of measurements. Like my goal weight was a uh, three Apollos. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's a that's a good goal. <laughs> units of dog. Yes. Let's see. He's fully grown. As long as I'm under four sushis, I should be okay. Yeah, the uh, the the puppy growth rate uh, estimator estimates that he's gonna be between seventy five and ninety five pounds. So I was very curious. I'm like, okay, six months, fifty pounds now. I don't know because all my dogs were always full grown. So I'm just like, is he gonna get bigger? Is this dog yeah. going to get huge? Yeah, he, he's a mutt, so it's hard to tell exactly yeah. where mm. it's going to be, but yeah. After three yeah. years, you can assume, all right, we're good. Yeah, he'll, right? he'll start leveling off. <laughs> yeah. I don't expect him to get a ton taller, but I do expect him to, like, bulk out. Okay. Well, yeah, we're going to have him, like, doing push-ups. And, yeah, yeah, take him, he's going to learn dog agility. And creatine. Oh, I just <laughs> thought you were going to do all your amazing cooking. Oh, there's that, too. but in the the three weeks we've owned him i last night had to adjust both his collars uh an inch (gasps) because they were already too tight oh no that's a growing dog right and yeah he's the youngest dog i've ever had i've always adopted adult dogs right like that's what i wanted i wanted an adult dog who was already good Mm -hmm. and actually none of the breeds that he is but (laughs) but he just worked out so well Yeah, yeah i don't I don't like to, like, hang on to breeds because, like I've said before, like, I've met small dogs that are just jerk faces. I'm like, you're supposed to be like this. And, you know, all the restricted breeds for where we're living. I'm just like, but those are the nicest dogs I, that I, oh, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, well, so uh, he got a, a doggy DNA test before mm. we got him. So cute. So he's a, a, like, Queensland healer, Australian cattle dog. Okay. I, they're fine dogs. They're intense dogs. Didn't want one. My friend's got one. He's insane. Uh-huh. Every person I know who's had one, it's been insane. Okay. Uh, he's Pitbull, which I like Pitbulls. Pitbulls are good dogs, but they're also insane. It's like yep. too high energy for us. Don't yep. need a Pitbull. Uh-huh. He's part Husky. Huskies <laughs> are insane. <laughs> but Huskies are gorgeous. Never wanted a Husky. Yeah. Uh, he's part Walker, Treeing, Coonhound. I've never had hounds really didn't have like an opinion on hounds, except <laughs> for I knew like beagles are trouble. <laughs> oh, I've never right. had like I've never really been around like big hounds. They're not popular in California. Yeah. And then uh yeah, he's uh basically super mud after that. So it's like okay, so he's all strong-willed independent hyper breeds. He's actually like the chillest 6-month-old dog I've ever met. Sweet. That's so cool. His like his baseline yeah, Don't you go changing sushi. Right. His baseline energy is a lot like Steve. Ooh. So uh he's able to uh, be energetic when needed, but for the most part, we're good. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. He gets zoomies like twice a day. We either go for a walk or go run around the yard. Or like right now, he's playing with a snuffle ball. Just <laughs> basically a wad of various fleeces he tears mm-hmm. apart. Yeah, okay. basically. Yeah, basically, you cut out fleece mm-hmm. either in circles or squares. I did squares because I didn't feel like cutting out circles. Yeah, you pull a hole through the through them so that they're sort of like a little cup. And you t- just tie, like, 40 of them together. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you shove treats in there, and they have to use their nose to find them. And oh. then he gets frustrated and just rips the chunks out. But okay. it's fleece. Like, what do I care? Sure. Like, the pieces that aren't too badly shredded, I'll just punch new holes in them and stick it back together. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, that's awesome. 
But it's great because he's got like 10 of those little micro trading treats in there and he'll be entertained for like 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Take that Kong. We don't need your Kong. He likes the Kong, but like... As a food delivery device. Yeah, he likes getting his meals in Kongs. <laughs> um, he gets. I think he gets bored with his bowl. He's just like, it's just laying here. I want to do something. Yeah. Interesting. But like today, he's having a not very hungry day. Oh. Sort of like every third day I've noticed. He's just not that hungry. So like he's got a full Kong on the floor. Plus the kibble from the Kong this morning that I just threw on the floor hoping he'd find it. Mm. Just not that interested. What's that like? Not being interested in food. I, I would like to learn right. the ways of this dog. Yeah, this is uh, completely foreign territory to my wife, that's for sure. <laughs> Dude, the, like, the first day he didn't eat, I was like, oh my god, he's sick. We've already made the dog sick. <laughs> yeah. No. He's just like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm full. I, I don't need food. What are you talking about? You're hysterical. <laughs> yeah, no. Also, well, you can talk? And then I've always, <laughs> I've also just always had, like, food-obsessed dogs. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh. bottomless pits will eat until they explode and then have a few more bites. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's, Sushi will, will just walk away from kibble. What? And treats. He walks away from the cat food. Oh, okay, that's good. And the cat food's very enticing. Oh. But if I say, if I tell, if I tell him to leave it, he will. It's that gravy. Mm. Everybody wants gravy. I know, sometimes I want a piece of it. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you want some of that turkey and gravy, too. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> The purple can's the best one. It's like, oh, you guys aren't interested in this salmon with gravy? <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> oh, the kitties have figured out which flavor cans come in which colors. What? They're not as excited about the pink ones as they are the purple ones. Wow. That can't be good. <laughs> I mean, it's their food. Okay. Hungry cat gonna eat.
It's magical. Maniacal. Could you wait? It's too short. It's got tunes. See, you never took auto shop. No. And tune-ups. Okay. It's full of surprises. Watch it. And the beat never stops. Adora, Tom Nolan, Craig Shepard, Ruth Gordon, and a special appearance by Jermaine Jackson. So keep your eyes and ears open. And who's that? Your town might be next. I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from Movies. And tonight! Oh, tonight! Oh, that's right. We're kicking off Sexy Singing September Woo! with 1984's <laughs> Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Thank God it's not Sexy Singing Sequel September. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think any of these movies have sequel. Well, I guess one of them is a sequel. One but, of them is a sequel. But, uh, oh, we'll get to it. But yeah. Voyage of the Rock Finally, right. I'm so excited. 80s rock musicals, everybody. Coming up all oh month. God. It's going to be great. So good. Oh, but babe. Steve. We can't be alone for this movie. Oh, thank God. Uh, so, of course, uh, we had to share it with somebody who had never seen nor heard of this movie before. Uh, welcome, Diana of Happily Ever Aftermath. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for assigning this to me because it was just like, does anyone want to join us? No, Diana, you're joining us now. Okay. <laughs> Diana, <laughs> I never you need heard this of movie. any of these. <laughs> Diana, you need this movie in your life right now. <laughs> And I mean, your it, life is better for it, right? Well, before I answer that question, I have a <laughs> reputation to protect right now. So, number one, uh, I was hesitant because I do not care for musicals. Um, but at I. the same time, Nor though, I. Steve, I have heard of this movie. I subscribed oh. to How Did This Get Made. I've heard oh, of this movie. Uh. And I've heard of the other ones because I listen to your podcast. So I know what the Apple is and I know what some of these other <laughs> movies were. But I am now continuously because i have been grateful to you both but now i am even more grateful to you both because this movie rocks right yeah. in the name it's in the name she's already ordering the vinegar syndrome blu-ray with <laughs> loaded <laughs> loaded special features and oh my god the, the the resolution on it's amazing like oh my god when steve ordered this we ended up watching this movie like six times in 10 days <laughs> That end Miami connection. It was quite the week. <laughs> oh, but babe, I don't know about you. Yeah. I'm a little thirsty. <gasps> I'm a little sober. Well, let's see what we got here. Oh, well, um, in honor of this movie from uh, Rooster's Brewing Company, we have their Rooster Tail Hazy IPA because, man, the hair in this movie. Woo! <laughs> uh, let's see. Subtle malt flavor plays second fiddle to a massive amount of juicy American hops. Haze Craze comes to Ogden. 6.5% alcohol by volume. Alright. Alright. And, uh, my top. Should be like a guitar riff every time I do it. Oh, his top! <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> and the poor. Ooh, beautiful golden, golden uh, beverage. 
Nice off-white creamy head. Get my hair out of there. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> nice foamy head. Ooh, it smells juicy. Mmm, tiny bubbles and they're juicy. And it smells a little alcoholic, like... It's sort of... <laughs> Babe. <laughs> I've got... Spoiler alert, it what? is. What? No, 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 but like, like so you can't always smell the alcohol on the aroma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This has sort of almost like a... Uh, like an orange liqueur, but not so sweet. Like, mm. aroma to it. Oh, wow, yeah. So he's gone in for the taste. Yeah, taking the, um, the sip here. I mean, it's hoppy, but it's... Yeah, definitely like the orange juice kind of flavor is definitely mm -hmm. more than the hops. Like this sort of tastes the way like an orange scented men's cologne would kind of smell, but like in a good way. <laughs> so is it a Mountain Dew or an Axe Body Spray? <laughs> oh, neither of those. No, no, no. Something high end and classy. Something that's like a thousand dollars for a bottle. Mm. Oh. Something you gotta pay $35 for, like, a little half-ounce sample for. Well, I think this was less than $2 for a 12-ounce can, so... So what I'm saying yeah, is start wearing bad. it, Steve. Just every day. <laughs> okay, I guess. Splash, splash. Diana, are you drinking anything intense today? Not intense, although if I did freeze my water and make <sighs> it into ice, then you can just say I'm going hard today. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> hard on a hot September night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Yes. So Diana, this was your first time watching it? Correct. Izzy, had you seen this movie before? Six or seven times. <laughs> Steve, how about you? Yeah, I had only heard about it Yeah, with uh, How Did This Get Made. Yeah. Um, and then noticed it was on Tubi. I think mm -hmm. I mentioned like the end of the episode. So I was like, wow, this sounds like a crazy movie. Let's watch it tonight. Yeah. And uh, we did, and mm -hmm. immediately times fell. Spoiler alert: fell in love with this movie. Yeah, um, guys, it's on Tubi. Uh, as I mentioned, there's also the brand new Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray out there. Yeah, uh, is it? It's it's more than Tubi. I'll give you that. Um, it is, <laughs> but, but it comes with special features oh, and yeah. interviews with the band. Oh. Which band? You'll have to buy the DVD to find out. That's right. Uh, from director James Fargo. Who's he, Steve? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he kind of came onto the scene by directing The Enforcer. Babe, do you know <gasps> that movie? Yes. It's like the uh, second Dirty Harry Callahan yeah. movie. Uh, Caravans. Every Which Way But Loose. Yes, he's been on the podcast before. Uh, Forced Vengeance. This. <laughs> completely out of nowhere. Uh, one episode of The A-Team. Three of the Scarecrow Mrs. King. Born to Race. Writing the Edge, which I assume came out around the time of Gleaming the Cube. Uh, five episodes of Hunter, two of Beverly Hills 90210, and mm. Born to Ride. So quite the eclectic mix after, right. uh, yeah. I'm assuming Forced Vengeance. It's, it sounds like an Eastwood kind of movie, but then this, yeah, wow. Mm -hmm. That's some range. Yeah. Uh, as far as writers, we have James Guidotti. Uh, this is his only credit. We have Edward Gold, this and a couple random episodes of Melrose Place and Air America, and Whoa. Charles Hairston, who did uh, a TV movie, Four Ladies Only, okay? But, babe, he's been on the podcast before, too, because what? he was the producer of Tarzan in Manhattan. What? <laughs> yep. What? <laughs> Which, by the way, y'all, uh, if you enjoyed that movie, definitely watch the uh, 
the Way Down documentary because it's about cults and it gets weird and ties into that movie. <laughs> when star Joe Laura shows up in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the like third, is it, see the second or third episode is like basically de- dedicated to him. Oh, oh after yeah. you said right. I don't want to watch the first this episode, yeah, yeah. after you said I don't want to watch this anymore, it makes me sad. It got really good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> guys, that's me in every cult thing. It's just kind of like, oh, why, why people got to be so dumb? But yeah, <laughs> Steve gets really sad when he sees specifically like women and dumb people being taken advantage of, and yeah. that's all these cult things. Oh, yeah. And I have this weird like I want to see all the cult documentaries because. My brain just doesn't work that way. Like, huh. if people accept me, I'm immediately suspicious, so I could never fall for a cult. <laughs> so they're like, oh, but everybody was so loving and caring. And I'm like, that's your red flag to run! <laughs> <laughs> you fool! Yeah. Oh, no. But in, just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean I'm wrong. It's true. I mean, so I... does this mean that I'm playing the long con with you, Izzy? Because I'm so loving, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, I, but I mean, no you... one was around for the first 40 episodes, so... <laughs> That's true. Nobody knew we existed, but then, pow! Boom! Dozens of listeners. Oh, say, but Diana, see, you have the same suspicious nature I do. Oh, totally. So you're calm and loving, but also, like, do you love me too much back? Mm. If you love me too much back, then maybe something's wrong. How do I show my love in return? Am I doing too much? Too little? Yes, it's mm-hmm. a constant state of paranoia. Yeah. Get out of my head. And yeah. that's that's how you stay safe from being abducted by cults. Oh. <laughs> If you just accept that people love you, then... That's right, guys. If you're considering a cult, just join patreon.com slash movies, where for just $2 a month, you get it anyway. Oh, you know what? Our leader is tall with a mustache. That's right. <laughs> Mr. Pickles? You could do worse. Yeah. Also Mr. Pickles. Yeah, we gotta draw a mustache on Mr. Pickles one of these days. And He's got his little white mustache. Yeah, happy. it's... Yeah. <laughs> I guess it is like a, a current day Sam Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Sam Elliott, let's go over this cast, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Pia Zadora as Dee Dee. Who's she, Steve? Man, I'm glad you asked because okay, Pia Zadora, I know her from Butterfly because I watched it once when it was like, oh yeah, she was the newcomer of the year, whatever, like 1982. And it stars Stacy Keach and it's a sexual thriller or something like that. It was okay, but uh, she wasn't that good. Um, <laughs> and then it was like, oh, she won it because she was like uh, married to the one of the big producers on the board or something like that. And it's like, oh, okay, that 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 that, that, that checks, checks out. Mm. But then I was like, I also know her from Naked Gun thirty three and a third as mm-hmm. as Pia Zadora. Yeah, interesting. And of course, she's been on the podcast before. Santa Claus Conquers the Martians when she <laughs> yep. was a child. Pia Zadora but, is somebody who I feel like I heard her name. A, like mm-hmm. a fair amount growing up and had no idea who she fucking was. Yeah. Exactly. But it was just something like I heard adults like, oh, that's Pia Zadora. Like, who? Yeah. Like Zsa, Zsa Gabor. Yeah. Oh yeah, she slapped um, a cop. Okay, what else has she done? I I don't yeah. know. She's an actress and her sister acted too, but who cares? At least oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Cha-Cha or whatever used to... Charo? Or Charo, like, yeah. at least saw her, like, do her bit. Yeah, she popped up on uh, Hollywood Squares every once in a while. Right, and... but these are the people who got mentioned with Pia Zadora, right? Yeah, 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 totally. It was the 80s. Yeah. Right, and and to make it worse, she pops up in a John Waters movie, so, like, perfectly solidifying... Oh, yeah, she's in Hairspray as Pia Zadora, right? Well, she's the beatnik, so I'm like... Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. 
So I'm just like, why is she familiar but not familiar? And I'm like, yeah. oh. I was looking through her IMDb thing, and she had 20 credits. Mm-hmm. Oh. Half of them were her own music videos, which, good for her. Yeah. And, like, all but, like, three others were as Pia Zadora in, you know, yeah. an episode of 90210 or something like that. And Exactly. And, and, and there was one other movie where it was, like, another, from the director of Butterfly, and it was, like, her and Ray Liotta or something. Like, Weird. Love of the Lady or something like that. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Good for her. Yeah, sure. But there's other people in this movie, such as <clears throat> not David Boreanaz. That's right, <laughs> Craig Schaefer himself as Frankie. Literally every time he like makes his entrance in this movie, I have to say that's not David Boreanaz because I have to remind myself. <laughs> I believe yeah. this time Steve's like, "Who are you trying to convince, Izzy? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Who are you trying to convince, babe?" Yeah, Craig Schaefer. I think this was his first movie when I was doing the research. All right. Um, but yeah, you know him. He's the star of Nightbreed, and uh, he's yeah. the star quarterback in the movie The Program, which is ridiculous because <laughs> he's already got a receding hairline. He's supposed to be a twenty-year-old college quarterback. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, he pops in like one Hellraiser five or something. Like like he, he he's got quite the career. Uh, love to talk to him about it. Craig, hit me up. Uh, Tom Nolan as Absidy or ABCD. I don't know. Absid? Absid? Absid. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we have a cameo from Jermaine Jackson as Rain. Yeah. Uh, Ruth Gordon is the sheriff. Michael Berryman is the chainsaw murderer. Allison LaPlaca as Diane. Or LaPlaca. I'm not sure you say your name. But yeah, as MVP of this movie, I think Diane. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just a star-studded little musical thing. I mean... <laughs> Diana, did you watch this on Tubi, I'm guessing? Or I Amazon did. Or something? I did do that. Nice. I've never been more angry about commercial breaks in my life. <laughs> <laughs> are they at least timed out, or are they like mid-song or something like that? One was mid-song, and I was a little bit irritated. You mm. should be very irritated by that. Mm. Yep. I yeah, was listening Tubi to that. Sometimes does good, and then the rest, I feel like the interns are just kind of like, all right, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, like right. wherever it is in the scene. Yep. <laughs> yeah, usually they're so good at uh, timing them just right. Nice. Uh, but we start off in space! <laughs> and we get uh, we get the opening number, uh, the song Open Hearted by, I, I guess, a band called Real Life. And, oh, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it right now. Every song in this movie is a banger. <laughs> oh, yeah, every single song in this, like, yeah. I, I was trying to figure out, like... These are all good. They feel like authentic 80s, but not shitty authentic 80s. So I'm like, how how do I not know these? These are good. Oh, oh, oh okay. So here's the other thing. First time watching this movie, uh, we have uh, the, the a couple songs coming up. And I'm like, wait, I know these songs, mm-hmm. but I've never seen this movie. Absolutely not. How do, and I'm like, maybe they were on the radio like when I was a kid or something. <laughs> Well, it didn't help that the first one, uh, I'm just like, this sounds like Send Me an Angel. but Oh, totally. Yeah. It, it, it's Send Me an Angel, and mm-hmm. then like halfway through it switches to like, uh, uh, oh my god, was it uh, uh, Steely Dan or whatever, where he starts like reciting <laughs> poetry in the middle. It's just, yeah, it fully didn't process it, but it's just like, but I wasn't upset about it either. It's like, oh, this was just a ripoff. I'm like, no, 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 this is good too. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, we're watching this uh, guitar-shaped... Uh, spaceship going <laughs> yeah. through space as it does. Yeah. Right. 
and then it crashes through the title. Uh, was it Voyage of the Rock Aliens on Tubi? Yes. Okay, because on ours it's When the Rain Begins to Fall, which I guess was the working title on the uh, the the film yeah. it was ripped from or something. Oh. Yeah, so uh, I know it's in the fun facts, at least uh, the DVD that we watched, but... So that's all practical effects. Everything in this is practical effects. Right. And uh, the guy who did that actually, like, shot it from the bottom and had all the, like, letters and stuff suspended. So he did the first one, and it came out really great. And then it was something like a month before release or whatever. They were like, oh, we're changing the title. We need you to redo all of that. (laughs) And he said it was the most tedious, most difficult shot he's ever done in his life. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guys, can't, can't recommend the uh, Blu-ray enough. Or Vinegar Syndrome, for that matter. There's, yeah. some, there's some real treasures in there. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, basically, we see some uh, robot kind of walking around the interior of this ship, like, prepping it, you know, getting ready to, like, reanimate the, uh, the aliens aboard, because uh, where are they hiding out, babe? <laughs> they are uh, in the fridge. That's right. Just in the <laughs> fridge. Just uh, miniaturized and shrunk down or whatever. I, lo- I love this. I, I absolutely love this gag. Yeah. Oh, wait. We, yeah, we don't get the people out Oh, that's right. That's right. Not quite visit. yet. That's right. Because we yeah. have to search the planets for this rock music that we've been in search of, yeah. which is our primary mission. The crew mm-hmm. the crew has uh, been obsessed with rock music so ever since they heard some. They're trying to figure out. It's definitely from this part of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Is yeah. it Cartoon Land? Yeah, like mm-hmm. Tel- Teldar, Teldax, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like a weird, like, Chuck E. Cheese meets Willy's it Wonderland. Looks kind like of a way. weird 70s cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, definitely some uh, Huffin' Stuff vibes. Yeah, I'm like, it. nope, not it. And then they uh, go to Maylove, and it's just a bunch of ballroom dancing, like, black Boring. and white video. Yep. But oh, yeah, the, by the way, this is a robot telling us this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What, 1359, we find out yes. later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it, yeah, basically just looks like a... I don't know, it kind of looks like the Epcot Center just kind of rolling around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's accurate. Yeah. Quite accurate. But then uh, the next planet we go to is Akarima. <gasps> Akarima. Where we see a Jermaine Jackson music video as we are in, mm-hmm. I don't know, some post-apocalyptic town in the south of France or something. <laughs> and there's like a white biker gang and they're pulling up on a brown <laughs> biker gang. And I say that because... Well, skin tone, but also what they're wearing. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And of course, Jermaine Jackson leading one, and the other one has, I don't know, some dude with too much eyeshadow with Piazzadora hanging on his back. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, it's a post-apocalyptic movie. All right, I'm in. Nope, just just for the music video, but it's when the rain begins to fall, and God damn it, this song's a banger. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. The rain <laughs> begins to fall. Yeah, but there's like, I don't know, there's a whole thing where it's like the two squads fighting off because Pia and uh, uh, Jermaine, they're, you know, kind of like star-crossed lovers, but of course, like, oh, I don't don't want there to be any trouble, so she goes back to the dude with the eyeshadow, and Mm -hmm. I I don't know, there's some dance fighting and shit going on. Remember the Mm -hmm. 80s when dance fighting was a thing? Yep. Why isn't it still a thing? Right? We need to bring this back. But then uh, they're like, well, okay, that's not quite rock music. That's more, uh, I don't know, R&B or something. Undefined. <laughs> maybe, this, maybe this last place, Earth, is the place we need to go. Yeah, well, but do we, did we mention uh, 
everybody except for Jermaine Jackson is about to be in the next scene on another planet. Yeah. That, that, that's the other thing where it's like, okay, bye Jermaine. Thanks for stopping. by. Everybody else playing completely different characters yeah. in the rest of the movie. Yeah. Like the first time we watched it, we were wildly confused to the point that like, we literally watched it the next night to try and figure it out. <laughs> Whereas you did all the hard work for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, I thought it was just Pia Zadora. Oh, everyone was there except for Truman. That, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, then uh, of course we're getting to Earth, so it's time to wake up the crew and unshrink them out of the fridge, and they basically just all come down like a little slide or whatever to normal size, and uh, and then we get our first musical number from Rima, where they talk about life in the twenty first century. This was this was the song like I knew I had heard before. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I was like singing along to it. I'm like. We didn't think, didn't think, didn't think at all. <laughs> like, oh. How do I know this? <laughs> oh, I think you, like, the first time we watched it, you were like, I think I've even seen this music video. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, fantastic stuff. Check it out, everybody. And so then after that music video, that's right, we're about eight minutes into the movie, and we have two music videos. <laughs> I, I guess three if you count that, uh, the the Steely Dan one, or whatever. Yeah. The open-hearted. <laughs> but uh, now we're going over to Lake Erie. And uh, we're at a 1950s beach party at a toxic lake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Diana, a little peek behind the curtain. We, we've we seen three of this month's movies, like, in the past 24 hours. Oh. I don't know what it is with all these 80s musicals being, like, set in the 80s, but everyone dresses like they're in the 50s, and it's supposed to be like in a post-apocalyptic future or something. Oh. I, I don't know. It's, and, and the moral of all the stories is she's going out with the wrong guy. Some other guy comes in and she has second thoughts, uh, but she can't because this and that, you know, whatever teenage drama and then hijinks ensue, but definitely musical numbers throughout. And motorcycles. And motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Always greasers on motorcycles, yep. even though it's 1984. Okay. Okay. So I was going to say like, I don't, the whole 80s 50s things was very big we you know dirty dancing but when you started talking about like the post-apocalyptic i'm like "Eh, okay they're not quite but have you seen earth girls are easy oh with uh jeff goldblum and gina davis not a long time but yes yeah i'm just thinking like aliens and musicals and she's dating the wrong guy and all this other stuff i'm just like i'm sensing a weird theme what 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 else is coming up this month uh grease 2 streets Ah. of fire (laughs) yep yeah oh wow and, and then we switch things up a bit with uh under the cherry moon and moonwalker and <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah grease too that's like in the 80s but like takes place in the 60s yeah that that whole nostalgia yeah. thing yeah 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 but but like streets of fire is supposed to be like <laughs> i don't know post-apocalyptic new york or something right, right. but every it's all it's basically the greasers versus the squares yeah but it's we also like a it. western from the director of the warriors like yeah it's uh, just just real quick what are your thoughts on Grease 2 have you seen that in a while oh yeah 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 uh, watched it a lot when I was younger um, only I had my favorite parts and I skipped the parts that I didn't like um, yeah. skipped the songs that I didn't like I listened to the songs that I did like and <laughs> if you listen to my podcast you'll hear me talk about how while Grease 1 is quote unquote better Grease 2 feels better yeah I mean they're they're both really weird <laughs> of course points, they are but... But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was just curious because I know. Oh yeah, 
Well, also, it, I'm sorry. I'm not going to look up to Olivia Newton-John Sandy. I'm 100% going to look up to Michelle Pfeiffer Stephanie. So yeah. That's all I got. <laughs> that's right. I make the boy change for you. Damn yeah. right. Except he kind of didn't because he just got to go back to being whatever he was, but still be hot. Thank you. Oh, but he knew how to ride a motorcycle now, too. Well, I mean, that's an important skill. Like we'll get we'll, you'll hear my ex- opinions on on yeah. the pod coming next week. <laughs> my oh, my problem is that her whole thing in that movie is I don't want to be anybody's girl, and then she just still ends up. The entire movie is about a bunch of guys trying to make her her their girl, and then she just becomes a guy's girl, and it's like, okay, we well, just sort of undermined her entire character. This entire That's, movie that is a fair interpretation, but I would say. He just became somebody's boy. So, yeah, Rick's Manning Day. Sorry, right. right, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yours is fair too, Izzy. It's it's still it's it's not the best. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, so yeah, we're at the fifties beach party at the Toxic Lake, um, and there's apparently a lake monster popping in <laughs> with like tentacles and stuff yeah. coming out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's okay because it's time for practice. So then we get Pia Zadora singing the song about how she wants real love, real love. That's what I want. Also, the most dangerous stunt in the movie is performed during the song. Oh, God, yes. The... Okay, so there's the scene where she's like walking by the people on the swings. Oh, yeah. Every single time watching it, I'm just waiting for her to just get <laughs> fucking blasted across the screen. And she's yep. tiny. She's made of nothing. She oh, would, she's like, like 72 pounds soaking Yeah, wet. she would get taken out. And I, yeah, I fear for her life every time. Uh, I, I had a visceral reaction to that. I'm like, oh, careful. Please be careful. Right? I'm like, there has to be some footage somewhere of the times that didn't quite time it right. That was with her stunt double. Oh, yeah. Also, I know it's supposed to be derogatory. I fucking love the fat chick jogging with her snack vest. Oh, yeah. I want a snack vest. I would like to be her. I'd like to be able to jog. I'm terrible. She's jogging on sand. That's hard. That yeah. is hard. She's trying, guys. Yeah. And then she's got this, like, harness vest that not only makes her boobs look great, but is also loaded up with paydays. And I'm in. <laughs> I'm fucking in. And you're totally right, Izzy. It is derogatory, but at the same time, though, like, she saved a life. She did! Mm -hmm. She saved a life and had a snack! Like, I know it's meant to be derogatory, but, like, fuck you guys, I'm owning it. This is the hero of the movie. (laughs) The secret MVP. When did Izzy fall in love? (laughs) (laughs) That's weird. I think she has, like, done the most for everybody in this movie, basically. Saved a life, boom, you're done. Everyone else is just, like, singing along and falling in love. Yeah, it's between her and, I mean, spoiler alert, it's a chainsaw murderer later on. Yeah, they do the most in this movie. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Uh, but uh yeah so yeah right in the middle of practice uh oh it's frankie (gasps) that's right Mm -hmm. frankie shows up played by uh craig sheffer and he's mean mugging everybody like what the hell is going on here kill that radio and then like one of his croonies like fucking dive bombs from the top of the lifeguard ladder Ah, splash bit excessive yeah i mean you know radios are tough back then (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was more like frankie said so do it yeah, do it now. Ah! <laughs> I regret nothing. <laughs> but he's uh, running around there going, I choose who sings, not Dee Dee. I'm in control. Nah. It's like, okay, we get it. He's the, the villainous douche of the movie. Cool. It's true. Can we take a moment, though, to appreciate how good his butt looks in those jeans, though? <laughs> I mean, if you say so, babe. 
It's no when David Boreanaz, but he's no David Boreanaz, but and then the like the weird chain around his waist and his crotch is weird. Hence why it's a weird chain. Did you notice there's the chain like wrapped around one thigh? I, I wasn't and... checking out his crotch, but yeah, I, I know it was a look back then, so I'll I'll believe you. Diana? Thoughts? I was more fixated on his hair. Yeah, the hair's amazing. His hair is a lot and it's amazing. Very <laughs> Billy Idol. <laughs> That's right. I don't know, that, that, that gets taken care of, she's just like, oh, Frankie, why are you being so mean to everybody? And then we cut to a phone booth being used as a transport through time and space. God damn it, Bill and Ted, you hacks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, uh, the aliens, they're in their, like, I don't know, pink and black <laughs> little, uh, I don't know, craft of work outfits and uh, go down to right. land. And, uh, oh, that's right, the, the we also are introduced to the sheriff. Uh, she's being a perv on her telescope, as is tradition, looking at a dude, like, flexing in the window for some reason. I mean, police officer pervs are not going to be restricted to gender norms here. Let's do this. No, Equality no. for pervs. That's right. Uh, but yeah, she uh, she glances up in the sky. I think she, like, trips or something and just notices, what, a flying guitar-spaced spaceship, or guitar-shaped spaceship? Oh my god, it's an attack! <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, they'll come out of the phone booth or whatever on Earth, and uh, they need to, like, alter their uh, appearances or whatever to, like, blend in. So uh, the robot 1359 turns himself into a fire hydrant, Yeah, which makes sense. Oh, after a whole thing, like, uh, no lips, no butt? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen anything like you anywhere? <laughs> yeah. Uh, then there's a little scene where uh, Frankie and Dee Dee, they're, they're like, they just basically like kiss and make up at a diner shop, a diner or something. It's like, oh, okay, cool, nice. And then uh, the aliens go over to make out point. And, uh, yeah! <laughs> nice little scene here where, uh, like, oh, we should get you some, uh, some local clothing so that you'll be able to blend in. <laughs> we see a couple of people, like, in the drop tops, you know, 50s cars or whatever, and like, Hey, stop trying to get fresh with me, Johnny, or whatever the fuck the guy's name is. Like, oh, I wish I may, I wish I might have this wish I wish tonight. And then all of a sudden, boop, all the clothes are gone. We see some boobs. <laughs> Question on your DVD. Did you see boobs? Oh, we saw boobs. Oh, we got boobies. They edited the boobs on Tubi. <gasps> it, was, it was real quick. It's the, the girl in the backseat we see, like, I want to say like four frames of boob. No, yeah, okay, it's, it's not a lot of boob. Yeah. Okay, okay. I was about to say I was like I I I was thinking, did I see boob? That was quick, but I'm not sure if yeah. I saw boob. Yeah, the girl up front, she still had her bra on or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The backseat, it was like, oh, boob. that's a that's a lady nip. Yeah, well, she definitely covered quickly, so I say good for her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, after we got some boobs, we then cut to the next morning at the local teenage hangout. That's the name of the diner. <laughs> and uh we get a nice little music video for justine 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 justine, justine. from uh jimmy and the mustangs and oh it's in your it'll be in the fun facts what oh about justine oh no it's not my fun facts go ahead oh i saw in the fun facts uh the girl who plays justine is uncredited was apparently david boreanaz's girlfriend at the time craig sheffer's girlfriend (laughs) not david boreanaz no no that's what made it weird she's david (laughs) what a small world that's amazing i thought you were in this movie what do you mean i've been doing it (laughs) 
That's why she's not credited. She needed to get her name off of it real quick. I've been doing season three of Bones, which was back in 1983 or whatever. <laughs> he was on Buffy. He was busy being Spike. Oh, shit. That's right. He was an Angel. Angel. That's right. Angel. <laughs> that's right, because he had a spinoff and started a detective agency. <laughs> No, no, don't mix up the hair, Izzy. Uh, that whole like blonde thingy with the with the black tips, or actually, no, the black things. That was not Spike. You're, no, you're totally yeah. mixing them up. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I was not super into Buffy. Everybody around me was, so I got like os- Buffy by osmosis. I did watch the hell out of Angel the Detective, which was <laughs> awful. Angel Vampire Detective. Basically, it's terrible. It's fucking terrible, but it's so good. You can't stop Ooh. watching. The only question I I might be curious about watching both of these shows is Angel better than Lucifer? Oh yes, I've not seen Lucifer. <laughs> what if the devil was the detective in downtown New York? Pass. Why? Oh, it's on like season twelve or something now. Like it's. it's... Holy shit, guys! Angel seventy six percent, seven point nine on IMDb. A lot of Buffy fans back then, babe. Like, that's its current rating. It's like five <laughs> seasons. Yes. Yeah. So, Steve, yeah. I know we're watching after Supernatural. After the, like, eight of Buffy, yeah. So, uh, I did not watch Buffy when it was out. In fact, I was the anti-Buffy girl because everyone was so in love with Buffy. And then I watched it in my 20s. I'm like, oh, this was actually fun and good. And I get it now. And then, then I watched Angel too. And sometimes I like Angel more and sometimes I like Buffy more. But right now it all has aged poorly, which is ironic because they're vampires. Right? <laughs> what? Wait, you mean something involving Joss Whedon has aged poorly? Weird. <laughs> a little bit. A little huh. bit. Weird. Weird. Yes. Uh, speaking of weird, yeah, we get the Justine music video in an abandoned drive through for some reason. And I'm like, wait, did they have abandoned drive throughs back in the 80s? I feel like that was uh, the end of the heyday. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, but everything's gone in uh, Spielberg. Oh, that's right, yes. Welcome to Spielberg, everybody. It's the name of the town we're in. Get it? All right, we're done. Uh, so, <laughs> Oh, yeah, so yeah, we're at the, the teenage hangout, and uh, Frankie and Dee Dee just kind of show up, and uh, <laughs> that's right, there's seeing like one of his cronies, uh, uh, I don't know, I was like talking to her, and uh, she's like, ah, won't you just get off my back? Like, I'd rather get off on your front. And then, and uh, Frankie gets him to stare, and he just slaps himself a couple of times. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, the aliens uh, then show up at the hangout, and they gotta you know, they they walk in, and uh, they're just being judged by everybody around them, even Nerdlinger. And, right, uh, they made a point to do that. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, "Ooh, these weirdos! Should we should we beat them up?" Like, no. Wait till later. They haven't earned it yet. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, 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 Dee Dee, she's with her friend Diane in the ladies' room while all this is going on. And uh, Diane's, just, hey, she's just my favorite in this movie. She's just like, <laughs> like, hey, what's going on with you and Frankie? I know things are a little weird. And like, oh, well, you know, relationship drama, blah, blah, blah. And then, <laughs> then she says something like, so, 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 I mean does he do it for you or what's the situation cut to a music music video for you bring out the lover in me and (laughs) yeah like kudos uh shout out to the chick who's because there's like a whole scene where you just see their legs under the bathroom stalls and the chick who's just wearing boys boxers yeah oh i miss that 
And then there's the chick who's not wearing underpants. <laughs> Free balling. I mean, Wait all I could think of as it was happening, I'm just like, when I'm in the public bathroom, do I pull down that low? I don't, I mean, because public bathrooms are usually horrifyingly gross. Exactly. And I'm just like, what are they doing? Why is it so low? Yeah. Uh, but babe, what's my favorite part about this music video? What is your favorite part of this music video? It involves uh, not David Boreanaz. Oh, is it the posters? The posters on the inside of every stall. (laughs) They open up the doors of the stalls and there's a picture of Greg Schaefer. I don't know, his modeling pose or whatever. Blue steel. every single stall. And I'm like, what kind of bathroom is this? (laughs) Steve, do not check out the the ladies' bathroom at the local brewery. I assume it's every ladies' bathroom is like that. It's all just Craig Schaefer, though. (laughs) Yeah, Craig Schaefer 40 years ago. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like a bunch of people are like, man, I lo- I love Spike too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved him in Angel. No, it's the wrong one. We Get talked about it in season five. <laughs> He's the Billy Idol quaff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I love how like the end, like all the dancing around, like that's what I want. And Diane's just like, simply yes or no would have been fine. <laughs> real love, real love, that's what I want. It's like, Get out of my mind, Diane. <laughs> Diane's my favorite character in this, by the way. Yeah. Oh, and I and I am looking forward to talking about my uh, favorite line when we get there from Ooh, Diane. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Absid uh, and the aliens are sitting around and they're, you know, drinking things, like pouring things in their drink and then shoving it down their they're, shirts. They're having and... uh, milkshakes at the teen hangout spot. Yeah. Oh, they got like and their then... uh, their straw. <laughs> I don't know, so many straws used in constructing some weird, like, roller coaster thing to drink from. Right. Yeah, they're they're definitely being weirdos. Mm-hmm. Drinking then, the salt. Or sugar. Yeah. But then, Absid catches a glance of Dee Dee. <gasps> and Diane, what happens? He's strucken. And he looks, and all of a sudden, an explosion of, like, not confetti, and all of his <laughs> limbs go everywhere. Yeah, just the whole fucking, whole human being just exploding in the middle of a diner. Yep, head on the table. Yep. Oh, this is where we catch the first line of like, oh yeah, his emodectomy or whatever is failing him or whatever. And I'm like, holy shit, everybody in there just watch somebody explode. And then they're like grabbing his body parts and just walking out. Yeah. Like everybody is insanely calm in this situation. They right. live next to a uh, an acid lake with a swamp monster, uh, babe. This is not the weirdest thing yeah, I've seen okay. this week. Right. That's a good a, point. It's a Tuesday. I guess. <laughs> but then, guys, this leads into our next music video for Combined Man. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> is probably my favorite song in this. Why is that, babe? Oh, it, well, it's in the fun facts, right? You can talk about it. It's cool. Oh, uh, yeah. Apparently, the band got all the lyrics for this from... Uh, a man in a mental institution that they used to volunteer at? Whoa. <laughs> just like random ramblings they, you know, put around the beat and... Yeah, basically they just took yeah. his, his, like, words. He would let, he was, like, talking about a combine man. Is he a machine? Is he made of wood? He's very dangerous. I should take him apart. And turned it into a uh, new wave song. Whoa. <laughs> Is there any way that that's how the other plot of this movie got into this movie i have no idea possible i just know that that song was a song that was like theirs not originally like for the movie that they put that was put into the movie and while the song's playing we get a nice little like 
silent montage of them like sneaking past the sheriff to their phone booth transport get up to the ship Mm -hmm. and they basically toss all the body parts in a washer but then like print them out and then run them through again to like laminate them or something and Uh then fill them with air and i assume guts uh, to reanimate them or the (laughs) confetti again oh yeah oh yeah you gotta fill them up with confetti okay that makes sense space confetti it's magic Mm -hmm. stuff (laughs) and then in (laughs) And then it ends with them actually driving a tractor or a combine on the beach and everybody applauding. And I'm like, uh, hey, you were able to save them from exploding. Is that what we're applauding or just that you drove a tractor on the beach? I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, they forgot about the exploding already. Teenage attention spans are just like, hey, look at that thing on the beach. Woo. <laughs> I already wrote another song. It's called Jessica, Jessica, Jessica. <laughs> Oh, the, the clapping is abruptly stopped by Frankie. Oh, yeah. Frankie shows up and there's one guy who doesn't immediately stop. And uh, mm-hmm. he says, bury your face. And so he just ostriches his face right into yep. the sand. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, Diane being, uh, you know, the incredible person she is, she just listened to him singing Combine Man as they're rolling up on a tractor. And she introduces herself to the aliens and, uh, you know, go through all their names. You got absid and if gizk and i don't know lemonop or whatever like right. it's just a couple letters in in the alphabet but mm-hmm. however you would pronounce them i don't know Stuvix. yeah stuvix oh stuvitz a i o u yeah close mm-hmm. enough yep yep <laughs> but uh but you know yeah she's uh she's heading up the heidi high cotillion and, uh, you know, we'd love for you guys to come and, you know, play there since you guys are such a great band. And they're, like, checking her like a monkey looking for ticks, like, yeah. <laughs> going through her hair and her arms and stuff. She is shockingly calm during this. Yes. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, then Dee Dee comes out on the beach in her uh, USMC, I'm assuming U.S. Military Corps dress. It's like an orange <laughs> dress with yeah. some stenciled letters on there. Yeah, Why not? Her- outfits in this are amazing but yeah that ends with like the aliens running off uh i guess they go back to their spaceship or whatever because then they're discussing using the uh the sexual stimulator (laughs) and there's a whole thing like oh it's 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 never been used on humans it's never been used in this quadrant before you don't know how they might react they might just rip your flesh off and while uh being warned he's kind of like starts daydreaming as I, don't know, I guess using it on Dee Dee, and then we get another music video for a little bit of heaven where they're like dancing on Mars. And yeah, yeah, he's daydreaming about bringing her back to his ship, just be in love because you know, he his uh, emoectomy, which hasn't been explained yet, is broken. That's right, it's malfunctioning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah. Then uh, so he takes the stimulator to the teenage hangout mm-hmm. and uh, he goes in. Starts trying to use it, turns it on. But oh, Diana, right. what well, happens? Well, even bef- uh, before he comes in there, you've got Diane and Dee Dee, and uh, they're just, uh, I think Diane is being asked out, and she's just like, not interested, not interested. And so that's when Absid comes in and he calibrates it and he points it at Dee Dee, I assume, and then turns it on and do, 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 do. And it's the guy who's been talking to them and turns around and it's just like, I. I don't, I just, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> Immediately, Absid is so attractive. 
And then every other guy in the place mm-hmm. starts, like, yeah. straightening their tie and, like, mm-hmm. getting all wide-eyed. Like, what is this beautiful blonde creature? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, then uh, he basically gets tackled by a bunch of dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but luckily, luckily, they break the stimulator. And so it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, what the hell happened? Like, I never felt that way about a guy. It's kind of interesting, though. Yep. <laughs> And so then, yeah, Didi's like, hey, are you okay? You almost got gang raped there. And... Can, can I get you, like, a doctor or a vanilla shake or something? Yeah. I know CPR. It's like, but both would be good, actually. <laughs> Just to be safe. Steve, have you ever felt that way about man? So then, uh... No, <laughs> <laughs> but then, uh... Oh, yeah, um, they're talking about, like, the Battle of the Bands or whatever. The, the Cotillion or whatever. And, uh, yeah, but Frankie won't let me sing. Like, well, you can sing with our band. <gasps> would, would you? Oh, man, that'd be awesome. Just just don't tell Frankie. I feel like he'd freak out. So then... <laughs> <laughs> so you may be wondering, what are the other aliens up to? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, they're uh, doing some experimenting montage to another song. Uh, she doesn't mean a thing to me. She doesn't mean a thing to me. She was just some chick on the side I used to slide into. I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> but, but, Steve knows Andy's rock. That's right. <laughs> Subtext. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's like one of the aliens like uh, examining cow poop. Um, mm-hmm. Another goes to the Institute for the Criminally Insane. Mm-hmm. And uh, looking around like, oh yeah, the people here you know, seem pretty nice. As uh, we see a chainsaw come through the wall. <laughs> Cut out a little section, falls on top of the guy. <laughs> and yeah, we got our chainsaw murderer played by Michael Berryman. Yeah, who's he, Steve? <laughs> oh, uh, you might know him from, uh, I mean, he's in Weird Science as basically the same character. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in The Hill Have Eyes. <laughs> uh, a bunch of horror stuff. You, you, you know yeah. the guy. He's you the... need a tall, bald, creepy guy. He's your guy. Yeah, the tall, gaunt-looking dude with the big eyes. Yeah. By the way, you know. that's just how he looks. Oh, yeah. Because he's also in the interviews uh, on our DVD and, like, just in a Hawaiian shirt. And yeah. he still just looks like this. <laughs> he, he seems like the coolest dude ever. He really does. <laughs> His interview was like... Yeah, this was a complete clusterfuck. Nobody knew what they were doing. I was handing out <laughs> advice to everybody. Yeah. Oh. I, I am actually a trained actor. Nobody else was. They were musicians. You know, that's what they were got, got there for. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I had also worked with a chainsaw before on, on other sets. And uh, this was the dangerous way that they decided to do it. So apparently it was a real chainsaw. Oh. Yeah. And it wasn't a, like they really cut the fence out around the musician. Yeah. Oh, no. Stupid's. They like, and then afterwards, apparently, uh, yeah, our, uh, our our lovely master actor here was like, just so you know, in the future, never ever do that with a real chainsaw again. You mm-hmm. make them get you a stunt double, you make them pay you hazard pay, mm-hmm. they pre-cut it out, and it just falls around you. <laughs> You're in a cartoon. Don't die for it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do you know who Brandon Lee is? No. Oh, not yet? Okay, never mind. I said too much, and then he returns back to the future. Yeah, Bruce Lee's son, he's great. I hear he's got a new movie coming up. What is this, a John Landis production? Anyway. Uh, (laughs) Timely! Don't worry, babe, he's dead. For 1984. Never gonna let me live that down. Anyway. (laughs) 
It was fine. You thought it was Harold Ramis slash uh, John uh, Hughes. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Both dead. Well, very recently around that interview. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I seem to remember, like, that week, like, three celebrities had died. Yeah, three celebrity (laughs) directors of the 80s. So not helpful. But I think... I think you're absolutely right, Steve. We do need to get Michael Berryman into a uh, some sort of rom-com as the lead love interest. That would be awesome. I uh, know. Get get him and Linda Blair in a movie yeah. together. She's still around, right? <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, see what happens there. Oh yeah. Also with Michael Berryman, he has a a buddy that like is pulling around like a dialysis machine or an iron lung or something. I'm yeah, not sure. I think it's his brother. Yeah, they're brothers. Oh, they're brothers. Oh, okay. Because yeah. you only ever hear about the chainsaw murderer, like when the when the cops are talking about him escaping. You're like, oh yeah, the chainsaw murderer. That's murderers. happened again. I swear they said singular. That's what it's like. But there's the other dude too. <laughs> <laughs> the cops are really on top of their game in this town. Yeah, they'll find out. Yeah, true, true. Oh yeah, so we're back at the diner and Frankie shows up and he sees uh, Absid and uh, Dee Dee talking. And uh, basically, he's like, hey, guys, why don't you take him out back and beat the shit out of him? Mm-hmm. And so they go around back. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. Absid puts on like some, what is he called? Like a protective, uh, I don't know, reverse positronic shield or something like that to protect him. And they're just like trying to like punch it and hit it with bats and stuff. But it's really just like a piece of plastic in front of him. It's stuff bouncing <laughs> yep. off. Yeah. One guy had an axe. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're not kidding around. Yeah. Yeah, they were looking to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't quite take. So <laughs> then we cut to a scene of the crazy people that escaped from a mental asylum loading up on guns at a pawn shop. Timely. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nothing has changed in 40 years. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except major credit cards more readily available. That's all. Yeah, and and in the next scene, speaking of things that haven't changed, you've got the sheriff seeing them with the you know grocery, uh, the shopping cart full of guns, and see right there, that's an excellent example of people flexing their Second Amendment rights. That's right, the right to bear arms. <laughs> uh, so what happens? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The sheriff after she says that, she then turns around like, "Yep, that's the fifth victim of the chainsaw murderer." And I'm like, yeah. "Wait, there were five murders off screen we didn't see." Right. <laughs> Is that a deleted scene? <laughs> they were quick. Uh, but I love uh, how the sheriff reacts like, ah, this is the hardest part of my job. And she goes and sits at her desk, picks up the phone, calls Never a number on the ID. <laughs> Hello? Is this the widow of John Hotman? I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm not a widow. I'm not a widow. The hell you want? <laughs> Hangs up on her like, oh. Timer. Um, <laughs> and uh, also what was really great is that they brought in one of the victims of their the chainsaw murderer. Um, what was it? At a, a drive through at a chicken restaurant? Yeah, that's right. And it just brings out the arm. There's still a, a drumstick in its hand. Like, ooh, corpse food. <laughs> it, looks, it still looked good. Yeah, it's still fresh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, we got a little conversation where uh, Dee Dee's like telling Diane that I guess she's fallen for Absid, and then Diane's like, so uh, if you're done with Frankie, can I have him? It's my favorite line! Uh, <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> nice. Just not even, like, can I have him? <laughs> I mean, not bad, right? 
kind of has that David Boreanaz look to him. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> hey, it'll be a thing in a couple of years. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so now it's the night of the cotillion, everybody. And, uh, I don't know, the deputy, like, runs into the chainsaw murderer or whatever. Like, he's just kind of, like, wandering the hallway like it's a horror flick. And the chainsaw murderer's there. And then uh, we get Jimmy and the Mustangs playing the song Troublemaker as they, like, go into the basement and uh, have this epic battle where, like, the chainsaw murderer, like, grabs one of those, like, Tom Turkey cutters or whatever. Yeah, and he's, yeah. like, attacking him with it. And then it's, like, a little egg beater mixer thing. <laughs> And then the dreaded can opener. Yeah. <laughs> Where I like that the uh, um, the custodian is just asleep in a chair. Yeah, he's like, like oh, you guys doing all right? Uh. Like Scruffy, the janitor. Scruffy. <laughs> Seconded. <laughs> and I, love I how... handle boilers, toilets, and that one boiling toilet. Good luck replacing me. <laughs> Fire me if you dare. <laughs> I love, like, with the, the can opener, like, the, the deputy or whatever grabs, like, some can and, yeah. like, puts it in the way. Ah! And it's, like, tomato sauce, like, spilling all over. <laughs> ah! And then the electric toothbrush. No, no, no! <laughs> and then I've written down dead. <laughs> so then, uh... But the... that cuts to the phone call to the sheriff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He calls the sheriff like a scene later, and it's with like, a, oh, I guess he's not dead. Oh, with like one of the other best lines in this movie. Well, sheriff, I had one of those uh, those chainsaw killers um, cornered here, but he gave me the brush off. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Never mind that. We gotta get those aliens. And then, and then she kisses her Clint Eastwood picture she has next to her. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dirty Harry specifically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Yep. <laughs> Yep. So then uh, the aliens, they're trying to get in the cotillion, but uh, Frankie has his crew, you know, manning all the en entrances uh, to, you know, whoop their ass. Uh, an alternative way into the school. Uh, Diana, how was that? So, um, fortunately, the fire hydrant uh, 1359 is able to transport them as they bubble through into the toilets. <laughs> Oh, I love how they, like, come up through the crap. <laughs> they start, like, rumbling. Everybody's already, like, in the bathroom. Like, oh, shit, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Something's wrong with these crappers. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They come up through the drain. One comes up through a year. I think Stuvix or whatever comes through yeah. a urinal. <laughs> Poor Stuvix. I must have taken a wrong turn. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, so the aliens are inside, and Frankie sees them and, like, slaps all five of his minions and, like, points. That's kind of funny. It's like, oh, yeah, no way to get in here, huh? Slap, 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 slap. What's that over there? It's like pointing in one motion. Uh, oh, that was funny. That's like one of my favorites. <laughs> and then Dee uh, Dee officially breaks it up with uh, Frankie. Because, like, I'm going to sing for the, the absid doofers oh, and the stivixes or it, whatever. It's a whole, uh, uh, Frankie, Frankie, I need you to know I'm singing. You're not singing with my band. I'm a one-man act. He's not even the lead singer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like, no, no, I'm not singing with you. I'm singing with them, and I'll never sing with you again, anyway. <gasps> so then, uh, then we cut to the uh, the dueling songs of "Let's Dance Tonight." <laughs> Let's dance tonight. We have like the uh, I don't know disco synth '80s rock version versus the rockabilly version. Yeah, and it feels like that song could have been in Greece too oh, oh absolutely yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I think I actually wrote that down in my notes for Grease too. Whereas uh, it was like something else. Like oh no, it was the bowling song. Oh, we're gonna bowl like, tonight. Let's bowl, let's bowl, let's bowl tonight. Rock let's tonight bowl or something like that. Tonight. Yeah. Let's like... bowl tonight. <laughs> exactly. Uh, oh yeah, we th- this whole thing's like complete with dance sequences including this guy who's obviously the dance choreographer in his mid-30s dancing with Pia Zadora yes that guy every time that guy comes on I'm like definitely high school yeah <laughs> could be a chaperone you're right you're right yeah, yeah the chaperone just jumped into the dance sequences look yeah. guys they live next to a toxic lake that sometimes has aging effects on people also in the 80s people tended to look older than they actually were it's true yeah. I mean, what, Danny Glover was, what, like, 44 or something when he was too when old When he was too shit? old for the shit, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh, that hurts. Yes, Steve, also, were you too old for this shit? Not quite. <laughs> getting there. But I, uh, but also, like, I want to retire that young. Oh, remember when retiring was an option? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Dee Dee and Ab said after the song or whatever, they decided to go, uh, go for a walk by the lake. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, it's not even after the dance. The dance is still going. Everybody else's oh, bands are still playing. Yeah, it was after left. the song. Like, oh, yeah, 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 Jimmy the Mustangs are playing whatever, and, uh, I don't know, Stuvik starts singing, uh, Combine Man or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like, alright, yeah. Um, meanwhile, Diana, she's like, oh, Fr- Frankie? Frankie, you, you down here? <laughs> <laughs> hello <laughs> it's always a thing like when they're walking down the hall like scary movie like hear a chainsaw starting i don't care if it's like midday i'll be walking down the hall and a chainsaw starting i'm like well there's the exit i'm leaving bye mm-hmm. I- i'm not going near the sound <laughs> bye shop class yeah <laughs> but yeah she finds the uh, chainsaw murderer and we get a little running through the halls and she decides to like hide in i don't know the orchestra like the band practice room mm-hmm and then, oh, oh, j- j- just one moment, please. Ching comes off. I'm, I'm sorry, this never happens to me. <laughs> and then uh, she's like, and he's like banging on the ground. She's like, hey, 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 that's no way to treat your tool. Hold, hold on, let me show you. Something. Like Dan, like pulls out a toolkit and is like, "Here, I'll help fix it for you." Mm-hmm. Once again, oh, being the hero. Such such a sweet scene. <laughs> really, it's like, "Hey, get down here, buddy. I'll show you how to fix it." With a, with a little bit, just like, when was the last time you oiled this? Uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, like never. Yeah. Uh, yeah, never take care of your tools, do you? It's okay, buddy. We're gonna learn from this. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love it. Uh, uh, meanwhile, uh, Absent and Dee Dee, they're walking along the lake. And we hear the whole horrible history of Spielberg in oh this particular God. lake where it's like, oh, oh, yeah, ever since they put up the Rancho Plutonia freeze-dried food place or whatever, yeah, the lake just went toxic and we tried to sue, but then it became illegal to sue and blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, they were talking about this 40 years ago. Oh, right? And they capped it at $17 as a maximum payout. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, people baby. tried to do something, but then everybody lost their jobs. Oh, I yeah. remember that. <laughs> well, what have you tried uh, introducing wildlife back into it? Well, they tried to put some fish in it a couple summers ago, but all they got was a big fish fry. <laughs> 
like like it's what like a part of me is like I want to see the movie of Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see a Spielberg movie? <laughs> that's good. I, I told you about his next movie, right? The one that's coming oh, up. Based I remember on that. His, his life. I was yeah, on that yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, that was the yes, yes. coming attractions. Yeah, <laughs> it's the unbearable weight of massive talent. The director's edition. <laughs> <laughs> if Nicolas Cage was directing it, yeah. And it wasn't played for laughs. It's just no. It's just so hard being me. I'm Spielberg. Like, no, no. It's just just about my family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about me growing up in post World War II Arizona, like gripping. Can't wait for it. <laughs> I gotta give Piazzadora's credit for just the delivery of all that. But then this happened, and then this happened. Didn't even miss a beat. Oh like, yeah, yeah. It was fantastic. I'm like, oh okay. That that that. I think that was actually the point where I was like, I wonder what else she's done since this. And it was right. like, oh nothing. Okay, oh. makes sense. Married a rich producer, didn't have to. All right. <laughs> cool. I get it. Uh, but yeah, the next morning, yeah, they're still walking along the beach and Dee Dee's like, or, or uh, I guess Ab said like, hey, you could sing for our band. She's like, what? Really? You mean it? Oh, man, that's awesome. And wait, is the rest of the band going to be angry? Like, no, nah, I'm the commander of this uh, band. band. We should be okay. You know? <laughs> but but I have to tell you something, Dee Dee. I'm an alien. Oh, that's no okay. We have lots of guys from Europe. We'll just get you your green card. Everything will be great. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm an alien from another planet. Oh. Well, that's okay. There's lots of mixed couples, like Lois Lane <laughs> and Superman. <laughs> oh, Fay Ray and King Kong. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, uh, I guess that works. <laughs> Pause. What? <laughs> Yeah, so then uh, he takes her to the booth, and they go up to the ship. Uh, meanwhile, Frankie, he's uh, he's he's in a bad mood. He's like, hey guys, gather around, gather around. The pack has been dissolved. That's right, the fun's over. No more violence, no more beating the crap out of people. What? No, None of that stuff, as he's like slapping and beating yep. the crap out of people. <laughs> it's over, guys. <laughs> you can do all that, but you can do it without Frankie. Frankie's done here. And then we get probably my favorite part of this movie. <laughs> when he's just walking down the hall, walks up to his locker, opens it up. Steve realizes, holy shit, it's like eight lockers. And there's yeah. <laughs> like a bachelor pad in there with yeah. it, basically a shrine to Dee Dee. <laughs> right? Like you thought the uh, the posters of, of him on the insides of the yeah. woman's bathroom was weird? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it works both ways. <laughs> and then we get... The music video, I guess, for uh, Nature of the Beast. Obviously not song by uh, Craig Sheffer, but what? by uh, Michael Bradley, I found out. Mm-hmm. And it's basically him singing about how sad he is and uh, walking in the woods. And there's a mountain lion popping in and out. And right. ladies in cat suits. And it's just fantastic. Push-ups over a rock crevasse. Yeah. Oh, babe, what's the fun fact about that? Oh, Craig Sheffer uh, threw his back out doing that push-up. Yeah. Uh, it kind of shows, too. You seem to, like, do the, like, one and, like, slowly come up and, like, his, like, legs are shaking. And yeah. I'm like, ooh, that's a that's got to be, like, a sciatic or something right yeah. there. We've all been there. <laughs> Camera's still rolling. Fight through it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, uh, the mountain lion is really in the shot with Craig Sheffer in uh-huh. a lot of these. Yes. And apparently the entire staff was terrified of the mountain lion, and the mountain lion went after several people, and they had trouble getting it back into its cage. 
you mean how this music video ends when he puts it back in his locker. Right? <laughs> Shutting the door behind him. So, so you mean to tell me it wasn't just the chainsaws, they were unsafe with animals on set as well? Yeah. Yeah. Shocking. Hmm. Yep. So, uh, yeah, the the pack, they're kind of angry at Frank. They're like, what does he mean when we're done? We can't be done, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they, uh, I don't know, here's something about... Oh yeah, one of the guys like saw Dee Dee disappear in the the booth with Absid that morning, and so he comes around and like, "Hey guys, this is something weird about this phone booth." And Dee Dee just like disappeared. Uh, meanwhile, back on the ship, Absid's like, "So you want to come to my planet with me? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, we'll be able to do book deals and make toys and all kinds of stuff." <laughs> but but don't you also love me? And she's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." No. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I'm 16. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> I want to know what love is. <laughs> no. But uh, but then uh, uh, Absid, he drops the bomb. All right, cool. We'll get there and we'll get you your emolectomy. And she's like, wait, the what now? Oh, yeah, it's an emolectomy. They basically just take away your emotions. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Everybody has it. It makes everything a lot simpler. <laughs> She's like, well, I might be having some second thoughts. You're saying you guys, like, don't have love or anything you, like that? Like, what do you do about sex? Oh, yeah, we have sex almost every night. Almost Monday, almost Tuesday. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if I could go to a place without sex. I mean, love. Definitely love. <laughs> love, yeah, yeah. Uh, never mind. I want to stay. Okay, bye. <laughs> Look, I like you and all, but, I mean, the thought of never seeing Frankie again... So, so you're really in love with Frankie? Well, I mean, I'm in love with whoever can be my producer. I mean... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Totally. Yeah. I, need, I need a rich producer guy. You know, like the guy financing this movie we're making. Right. <laughs> anyway, so... <laughs> so then we cut back to the high school and uh, Frankie's like looking around for Dee Dee. Like, Dee Dee, I want to apologize. Dee Dee, you down here? And we hear like in the distance, the guy on the iron lung... <gasps> Is that your asthma acting up again? <laughs> I just love the idea of Fiesadora sounding like that at yeah. some point. <laughs> that he's aware of it. After doing that dance number on the beach, she's like, oh, Pauly must be really high today. <laughs> like your wife going for a walk. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, he fights off the uh, dialysis killer and it, yeah, he gets like electrocuted or something. Uh, ah, done. Oh yeah, Frankie and Dee Dee, uh, they they meet up, but like just in time for the lake monster to start attacking the school. And, like oh, yeah. wrapping up and like coming down the hallways and like trying to grab them. They're like, ah, no, get off me! <laughs> it's very very Ed Wood esque. Yes. <laughs> uh, me- meanwhile, uh, nearby we see uh, Diane and the chainsaw murderer. They got this all fixed yeah. up, and she's like, "Here, why don't you give it a try, big buddy?" And he's like, wait, why don't you have the first pull? And she's like, really? I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> and they started up. <laughs> oh, cool. Go ahead. Try it on that wall over there. Okay. <laughs> and that's where they get through the uh, wall into the hallway where Frankie and Dee are like, ah, oh, it's a chainsaw murderer now, too. Ah, oh, there's a lake monster here, though. <laughs> and uh, yeah, a little bit of a fight. And he like kind of nips the end of one of the tentacles and bubbles start coming out of the monster. <laughs> yeah. 
And then you see the monsters releasing the school. Yep, it recedes back to the lake. Uh, then uh, Diane, uh, she she is over by the chainsaw guy. Is like, hey, uh, you uh, you want to go for a walk or something? And uh, he lays down the saw behind him, and they go walking off into the sunset. Roll credits, guys. What do we think? Wait, there's more. <laughs> That's where the There's real a need to is. be, but there is. That's right. Well, but the so the pack is mad because Frankie's going to break up the pack. He he uh, he just loves uh, Dee Dee so much. He's yeah. he can't be doing this shit anymore. Yeah, we get the whole line from Dee Dee where he's like, "Frankie, I love you. You're so down to earth." And they like <laughs> kiss and hug and all that stuff. And then we get to see where the sheriff is like rolling by on like a like a steamroller tank. That's uh, that they couldn't get a tank. That was all they could get. So they got to go stop those aliens. That's right. And then they roll over the Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, like just two random <laughs> pedestrians on the street. Just... Oh no no! They they have like hats and overalls and gloves. Like they've like the oh, white yeah, gloves. They yeah. Do. yeah. Yeah. Shit! Now I gotta see which came first. <laughs> uh, Super Mario, you hacked. No, I don't know. <laughs> Um, and yeah, we got a scene where like a dog is about to leak on, uh, 1359 as the fire hydrant, but yeah. he's like, I don't think so, bitch. And like starts spraying oh, no, him down. Oh bed. I'm not what you think I am. I'm sorry, but this is for your own good. That's right. And, uh, all the aliens, they return up to the mothership and Absid's already sitting up there kind of depressed. And oh, we... the, the pack has figured out, figured out how to get into the mothership. Oh, they yeah, that's right. Yeah, it. they got up there and yeah, they they have like, yeah, death to the alphabet crew or something. Alphabet like creeps. That. Yeah, that's right. So it's all it's all vandalized and the episode's like, hey guys, we should probably just go home. Oh, that's right. Yeah, one of the, the biker guys or whatever was up there and they're like, that's where we got the line. He might be very dangerous. Yeah, we must. We might have to take him apart. They're like, no, yeah. just... Send him back. He'll be fine. And, uh, yeah, down on Earth, Frankie and Dee Dee are talking like, oh, yeah, we'll be able to, we'll do our own band. It will be Frankie and Dee Dee. Dee and Frankie. Oh, Frankie, oh, I love you so much. And they kiss. And they're all better. And the pack sees them. They're like, hey, is that Frankie and Dee Dee there? Let's go beat the shit out of Frankie because he was going to break up our crew. We were going to have no fun no more. That's right. But the aliens see this going on. <gasps> And they zap him with a ray that turns him into Boy Scouts? Oh, yeah. man. What do you think? We go get Frankie and we go do, like, some bird watching or something. Yeah. And then, ladies and gentlemen, cue when the rain begins to fall again as, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, we see the aliens fixing everything in Spielberg and uh, Lake Monster says Loch Ness or Bust and it goes off somewhere. Mm-hmm. And we get one of those, like, green screen at the mall music videos with Frankie and Dee Dee and like yeah. sunsets and shit behind them. <laughs> the sheriff's windsurfing. Yeah. Uh, Stubix oh, yeah, finally the, gets to drive. The, uh, the aliens, uh, yeah, they fixed the lake. They turned the steamroller into, yeah, wind sail. Mm-hmm. I love the, uh, the old lady out, the old lady swim outfit they gave the oh, sheriff. Yeah, with the like shower cap and everything. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, but uh, yes, Dubix gets to drive and they fly off in their guitar spaceship. Roll credits to a medley of the entire soundtrack. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Diana, would you recommend this movie? Absolutely. You need to see this because what we just laughed about together for the last like hour or so still doesn't give the movie justice. It's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. you catch something new every time. 
Oh God, signs in the background. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> How about you, babe? I fucking love this movie. Mm. This movie is amazing. Agreed. Yeah, that's where I got the vinegar syndrome. <laughs> when they announced it was coming out, it was like, yes, please, pre-order. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I... I don't know, like, Ooh, I, yeah. I typically hate yep. musicals. Like, just yeah. can't stand them. I, yeah. I, I'm Diana, like, a simple yes or no would have been fine. I don't need a whole <laughs> yep. four-minute dance sequence about it, you know? <laughs> Let's move along. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this one gets me because it's just so fucking nuts. Yeah. Well, and the music's really good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every single song is a banger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But, well, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. <gasps> When we come back, we have more beer, <gasps> fun facts, what? and what we learn from when the rain begins to fall, or Voyage of the Rock Aliens, whichever <sighs> version you watch. <laughs> hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were you thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Hemecast. Hey, this is Heather. Hey, this is Liz. And we are Nerdy Bitches Podcast. A show where two geeky ladies podcast their way through pop culture. From our favorite fandoms to the occasional girl talk and our ongoing book club, we bring everything to you with a feminine eye. You can find us on all of your favorite podcatchers, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, and at our own website, nerdybitches.com. You can also find us at our new home on the Age of Radio Podcast Network, along with other great shows at ageofradio.org. Make sure to connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. See you soon. Sometimes I wish a guy would tie me up with licorice ropes, and then he'd spank me, and then he would eat the licorice ropes, and he would free me, and then all of it is happening while um, the Philharmonic is playing Bolero. And you're listening to everything I learned from movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have read in the history of adding. Oh, she said it. They get better every week. <laughs> well, babe, I don't know about you. <clears throat> I'm a little thirsty. Oh, I'm a little sober. Oh, good. Uh, well, in honor of this movie from Ketos Brewing, <gasps> uh, we have their gluten-free golden ale, which is made with sorghum, millet, brown rice, and hops. Ooh. reasons for this movie though is 
It's a little little squid uh, leak monster. Oh, on, the front. on the the label. Ooh, and a couple shells and stuff. Yeah, yeah. nice little decoration. Uh, so yeah, yeah, gluten free golden ale, five uh, percent alcohol by volume. Haven't had this one yet. Should be interesting. No, we've had some really good gluten free beers. We've had some really bad gluten free mm-hmm. beers. So I'm curious. And uh, my top. Oh, his top. Nice. And the poor. Excuse me. Ooh, that sounds defective. You might not want to drink that. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful dark straw-colored beer. Crystal clear. You could read a book through this. Has an off-white foamy head. Lots of medium-sized bubbles dissipating quickly. Medium-sized bubbles dissipating quickly. Probably due to the lack of gluten to hold it together. Hmm. It smells nice. It smells... It actually smells kind of grainy. Mm, yeah. and a little hoppy. Like, it smells sort of like the inside of a brewery. Yeah, taking a sip of it, it's uh, very light on the hops. But, uh, yeah, it has, like, that... Like, I always kind of associate with, like, that green apple and stuff like that. But there's a little... There's yeah, a little something extra. Hard to describe, yeah. Um, like, this is going to sound really weird, and I mean it in the best way possible. It almost has a little bit of that, like, that aftertaste of dill... Huh. Yeah, yeah, some sort of like herbal kind Something of Something herbally, but that like... Yeah. <clears throat> like, I don't know if it's the malt or the hops with that. the sorghum? But yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, brown rice, millet, hops. Uh, yeah, it's, it's different. But yeah, it de- yeah, definitely like one of those like, oh yeah, I can see this being... Uh, I mean, Golden Ale is usually a little more a little more bready and crisp and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, this, this is more... very drinkable though. Yeah, 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 definitely. Really yeah. crisp. As far as gluten-free beers, yeah, it's top top end of it. Definitely. This is definitely one of the better ones. Like, shout out to everybody who's gluten-free. Like, it is hard to find good gluten-free stuff or things that are actually even truly Mm gluten-free. So give Ketos a try. Ah. It's actually delightful. Yeah. We haven't had anything from Ketos we wouldn't have again, have we? Um... Yeah, I know true. you didn't love the uh, big gay ale with the glitter in it. Yeah, I just don't need glitter. But in my you ear. still want glitter anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Steve is yeah, anti-glitter. Especially when it shows up on my poo later. Yeah. <laughs> Cannot confirm that. <laughs> Consider yourself gra- uh, grateful, Steve, because I had to go uh, dress shopping for a couple weddings coming up, and glitter oh, in no. the fabric. And when I took it off, I'm Ugh. just like, it's never coming off ever. <laughs> oh. Guys, don't let Big Glitter win. Shut him down. Shut it down. Well, would uh, either of you ladies be interested in any fun facts? I mean, only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. I also would want the fun, fun facts. Excellent. Well, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, No critic score on this one, but nobody gives a fuck about the critics anyway. What about that audience score, Diana? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Ignore my own impulses because lots of people are idiots. But I'm going to give this 82. Is he? Oh, uh, oh God, this is rough. Because this movie was basically buried. And I don't think mm-hmm. the critics are going to get it. I'm going to go with 55. But, well, we're talking audience, though. Oh, sorry, audience. the audience. Audience, sorry. I thought you said i thought it was yeah, no no critics no score. critics oh, okay oh yeah uh like if it's not 90 i'm fucking pissed it's 51 percent with the audience at least at the time <laughs> no, i, I uh, gone with my first instinct. took these notes but uh <sighs> worldwide budget of zero because the movie was never released worldwide uh, theatrically 
anywhere in the world. However, it played an extremely limited release in America and Europe years later and debuted on television in Canada. So there you go. Yeah, basically, uh, like, uh, the documentary, like, it's not specifically said, but it's kind of implied that, uh, I guess there were a few bad test screenings and uh, Pia Zadora and her producer husband were basically like, we cannot let this movie be released. Oh, no. Um, And so they, like, basically buried it and dot 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 and then and then yeah uh, you know tale as old as time was released on tv a decade later somebody remembered as a kid and now it's a vinegar syndrome release so there it is there we go happy ending yeah uh writer james gadotti's original script attack of the aliens was not an all-out musical it was merely a spoof of b movies and then uh producers edward gold and charles harrison got involved and they brought his script into the 80s. Did they, though? And uh, added big musical sequences. Yeah, they didn't bring it in the 80s at all. Everybody was still in the 50s, going to senior cotillions and being greasers. And mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't... I mean, the, the outfits were sort of 80s. Yeah, for, for the, the aliens. For the girls. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, are I guess the girls lions, too. Yeah. Are mountain lions 80s? Oh, uh, they've been around a long time. I mean, oh, mountain lions are forever, uh, but yeah, I feel like mountain lions got had a moment in the 80s yeah they're, they're like tuxedos they're they're timeless <laughs> as long as there's no glitter on them that's right yeah keep your glitter off my mountain lions and my suits yeah. yes please uh let's see since bands rima and jimmy and the mustangs had no experience in front of the camera they had to endure two months of acting classes prior to filming all right there you go I mean, I want somebody to say, like, oh, you, you don't have this talent? Well, we're still going to stick with you, so uh, here, learn how to do this and come back and we'll do this for you. Yeah, whether you're a musician looking to act in a movie or, I don't know, some an sort actor. of oil driller looking to be an astronaut. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, uh, you know, if, you know, musician being an actor or an actor wanting to be a musician. There you go. Or a baseball player. <laughs> it's just easier to teach them uh, to be astronauts. <laughs> uh, we ain't got the time we gotta go now that's right. uh, originally the crew had intended to make the sea monster bleed but gore was deemed inappropriate for the light-hearted film so at the last minute they substituted with bubbles all right and and it was delightful absolutely the bubbles were like a delightful surprise yeah yeah and uh <laughs> When the Rain Begins to Fall was always intended to close out the movie, but the music video popping up at the beginning was inserted um, after some uh, poor test screenings. <laughs> so that's why we can huh. see Jermaine Jackson for like four minutes. <laughs> I'm, I'm still in it. Is, is there anything in the fun facts about the music and how you may have heard of this when you were, you know, on the radio as a kid? Yeah, uh, so from what I understand, like, a lot of the songs also couldn't be released because they were part of like the movie soundtrack and it's like yeah. well we can't release the movie so we can't release the soundtrack but then like years later like like uh when the rain uh begins to fall that was definitely like a jermaine jackson song so he had all the rights to it they just kind okay. of bought it from him so yeah that was released but yeah the other ones i guess years later they might have been or yeah i don't know Alrighty. i don't know man <laughs> just think of how much we've lost in this time and we're just playing catch up now right what, could this have been the back to the future of 1984 i mean <laughs> would, would this have taken all the money that ghostbusters took for granted <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
the the next et if you will (laughs) (laughs) but ladies we reached the most important part (gasps) what did we learn from voyage of the rock aliens uh diana as our guest as our guest would you like to go first Oh, yes. So, uh, like I learned from a member of the pack, uh, yesterday's garbage can still kick up a stink. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, babe, how about you? Oh, um, I mean, I learned that you have to regularly clean and lubricate your chainsaw. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Diane. <laughs> yeah, I learned that I like all Dianes and Dianas. Aw, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also learned that the nature of the beast doesn't want to end up alone. Damn it. You still, okay. That was right. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's But, that's all right. but it's okay sorry. because I also learned the hardest part of being a cop is informing the widow. Oh. <laughs> uh, <aw. laughs> well, Diana, thank you so much for joining us here on everything I learned from movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast. I do. My podcast is called Happily Ever Aftermath, and it is the podcast where we revisit the movies that influence the way we view love and romantic relationships. Uh, I recommend wholeheartedly you check out the episodes uh, with Stephen Izzy. We did Revenge of the Nerds, Romancing the Stone, uh, something of the something. No, that's not right. Uh, <laughs> just, I, I noticed a pattern. The Thin Man. We definitely did The Thin Man. And we did My Boyfriend's Back. And you're just like, you know, all-star guest stars. So yeah. definitely yeah. come check those out. Coming soon, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, maybe. Woo! <laughs> oh, I guess, Diana, when did they fall in love in this movie? Oh, so this is what fascinates me is that, you know, who would have thought that that entire music video was just uh, foreshadowing what was going to happen? Where it's just like, yeah, um, as much as I feel this search between you and me, I need to be with my, you know, regular guy over here. So um, I think it's amazing that Absid managed to just completely like mess up a lovectomy, whatever that thing was called again. Yeah, the emolectomy or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I I would say it, it's when he, uh, his his limbs shot out. That's when he fell in love. <laughs> oh, well, see, that's the thing. And, I, I I don't think Absent ever really fell in love. I think it's the whole Frankie and Dee Dee thing. And oh. I think it was during the Nature of the Beast music video when Frankie fell in love. Oh. Yeah, see, I think that like they're not even really in love. Like, oh yeah, they're a... they're gonna have a kid right before they graduate. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. They'll never really get married, but they'll be common law married. And yeah, yeah, we all we all know how this goes. Really, yeah. it's a uh, Diane and the serial killer. Yeah, they the fell in love yeah. over totally. uh, the chainsaw. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna. She saw him at his weakest, yeah. and still he's gonna sell still... off some of his guns to put her through trade school. She's gonna become a master mechanic, open her own shop. Yeah, and I don't think we saw the moment because I, I assume it was on the walk afterwards along the the, the lake that was then cleaned, <laughs> oh, you know, by the aliens it was, and all that. It's when he gave her the first pull. Oh, yeah, that's when there they fell go. in love. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, so we've heard about your podcast, uh, babe. Are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. I also have an Etsy shop at untidyvenus.etsy.com where I sell my goods and wares. But if you want a friends and family deal, just go ahead and hit me up on any of my social medias because uh, Etsy's been taking like 60% of the, the sales these <gasps> Fuck days. Fuck you, Etsy. What? 
that. Yeah, Etsy's got some shenanigans going on. Um, but yeah, and you can also join my Patreon at Untidy Venus over on Patreon. Folks, for $4 a month, you can too join the Sticker of the Month Club, one of my amazing waterproof UV resistant stickers mailed to your house with a handwritten note. I, I believe I have two of my Patreons here right now. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say right now, $4. Unbelievable bargain. I love bargain shopping, but uh, this is the not secret. Get on this Patreon. Yeah. Yay! Thank you, thank you. And yes, you can find us on all the major podcasters <laughs> under everything I learned from movies. <laughs> or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned everything from, I movies. from movies. We're doing all kinds of cool stuff uh, obviously oh my god i can't talk obviously coming up later this month uh we're doing other musicals with oddly the same plot but in wildly different ways where it's uh you know basically in the 80s but set in the 50s and i don't know some girls going out with some douche and some other mystery man rolls into town or maybe an ex-boyfriend who knows uh and hijinks ensue uh but yeah wildly mm-hmm. different ways and songs so yeah continue to join us um, yeah. <laughs> so until next time i'm steve and i'm izzy i'm diana and this is everything, everything i learned from movies. movies have a good night everybody Bye.